Hey everyone, I'm Damien. I'm Kira. And welcome to Bubble, Bubble Bath, Bath with, with Bath. Bath. We that, was the closest, that was the closest we've ever gotten to that. <laughs> almost. Yes, it was so bad yesterday when I just was like, hey, welcome to Bubble Bath with Bath. Whoops. Let's <laughs> just say it anyway. Uh, okay, so today we have guest Sabrina Vorman. And I just learned how to pronounce that, and I was really overpronouncing it, and I kind of did it again, so I'm sorry, but hello. Hi, there was a little extra flair in there, but that's okay. Yeah, you can I... pronounce my name however you want. All right, so I didn't have a comeback joke for that. That just I was going to say <laughs> Kevin, but then I was like, that's stupid. Who says that? <laughs> like That's like, I'm not even a dad, and I'm making dad jokes. <laughs> It's it's not about being a dad. It's about like the aesthetic of being into the dad jokes. Yeah. I guess. Okay, like, so like my my aesthetic can be dad, but I don't necessarily have to be a dad. Exactly. exactly. All right, I'm buying it. I'm putting dad on my profile from now on. I am a dad. <laughs> <laughs> Hi, dad. How are you? <laughs> I'm good. I'm good. Dad is doing great. He is just dad in a way. I forgot to mention, I should have said, Sabrina is the author of Red and, oh, I forgot to ask how Aza was pronounced. Did I get it right? It's Isa. Isa. Okay. Well, yeah. anyway, this podcast isn't about books, so I guess who cares? <laughs> that, was, that was two minutes that I've ever had to live. <laughs> <laughs> oh my gosh i don't know so, how to start <laughs> yeah you do. yeah okay also I'm, I'm usually the one that randomly has like questions to ask because i just write them down as i see them so where are you from i am from british columbia canada um so i'm on the west coast aka the best coast agree that's where i'm at i'm in california Ooh, yes, yes. Um, I would love to go down to California again. I've only been to Disneyland, and it is the happiest place on earth. But um, oh no, it's I a could explore subject. more. That's a sore subject. <gasps> For who? <laughs> the the last episode, it was just Kira and Koi. Just like we had the we had the restart, and the first time when we started recording it, it was just like them being like. Disneyland is so miserable, and they like they put <laughs> it was on a lot. Of, it was a lot of Disney slander that didn't make it onto the episode, unfortunately. And it wasn't even like we we're just saying how it's so busy and it's so expensive, and how like you arrive happy and you like leave very angry because you're just so irritated at the end of it all because you're exhausted. So, and a lot of like long like waits in the lines too. I think you spend most of your time just waiting than anything else. Honestly, as somebody who gets like tremendous uh, motion sickness, I actually like being in Disneyland just for the sake of like looking at things and like eating the food and watching the parades and like meeting the characters. And I'll go on like one ride per hour because I will get like severely ill if I go on any more. Oh, that's terrible. And I'm the opposite. Like I love to go on rides. Um before everything shut down, I went to Knott's Berry Farms and I rode this ride that they had, this new one. I can't remember the name of it at the moment. I'll Google it in a second. But you go straight up to the top and you stop while just looking straight down to your death for six solid seconds. 
And then it just drops you. And my hair was in a bun when we took off and my ponytail got ripped out during the ride. (laughs) And I came back with my hair down. (laughs) How fun was the ride? Well, my hair is in a different hairstyle now. So I was like, do you see this? And I had been waiting all day for it. I rode a bunch of other like rides and roller coasters. And I actually had to leave after that ride. I was like, I have to go home now because I don't know what that was, but it was like the worst 30 seconds of my life. And while also it was the best, but I expired there. I was over it. I'm pretty sure I left a part of my soul back there still. (laughs) I (laughs) I don't do rides because I have this, I've been trying to figure out what this is. It's not a fear of heights. Because I've realized if I go up really high and like I'm inside and I can touch walls, I, it doesn't bother me. It doesn't bother me at all. But if I go up like 20 feet in like a wide open field, I get really nervous. So like roller coasters and stuff really bother me because of that. And I haven't been on one since I was like probably eight. It was at Kings Island and my father like this just convinced me to go on that one. It's like it doesn't matter what it is because nobody cares about king's island probably but it's like two one goes forward and one goes backwards but you go to the top and all i remember is getting to the top and then waking up at the end of the ride it was so bad you just black out yeah i just like totally was gone (laughs) okay well i have a fun roller coaster story actually if you guys want to hear it of course so have either of you seen final destination three yes yes Okay, so it starts at the roller coaster, right? And everybody dies on the roller coaster. Yeah. Okay. So at the end of that scene, like as she wakes up and like gets everybody off the roller coaster and leads into the rest of the film, my sister turned that movie off. Like, so I watched everybody die on the roller coaster and that's it. Then the next day we went to Playland, which is a amusement park in Vancouver. And we went on the roller coaster. It was filmed on. Oh, no. And that was my introduction to horror. Oh, I would have been so terrified and so uh-huh. ready. <laughs> that's yeah, like, I think I was like 11. That's way oh. worse than like driving behind the log truck. That's like literally ground zero for <laughs> what happened. Pretty much. Pretty much. Um, I have this weird like routine where anytime I get on a plane, like I have to watch the first Final Destination. Okay, I haven't seen any but the third Final Destination. How bad is that? Oh, you need to watch the first one. I know Definitely. I do. I know okay. I do. The only one I remember I is like, which one is it? It's like the fifth one, I think. I don't even remember what happens. All I remember is I went and seen it with some friends in the movie theater. And there's this really long, drawn out scene where they're at like this mechanic. And I think Tony Todd is the actor. And they're just standing at this fence line. And he's just telling them the story like, it's just like this like life-changing story and it's so dry and just like, and that's when I realized I needed to turn my life around. <laughs> it's, it was just like, that's all I remember about the movie is how brutal that was. Okay. It's so weird that you mentioned Tony Todd because I recorded an episode for a podcast last Thursday and Tony Todd got brought up and I'd never heard of this person before. Tony, really? You've never heard of Tony Todd? That's like I'm terrible with names. It's embarrassing. No, I, I mean, did look him up, and I was like, "Yeah, I've definitely seen him in things." But yeah, totally. I, I love yeah. my one of my favorite things is when people like. <clears throat> sorry, that's my gimmick. Is when people um find out like actors who they've kind of seen, and then they're like, "Oh, I've seen him in a lot of stuff," 
and they're yeah. kind of like that. Like they're like, oh wow, that's cool. Like I don't know. What's the opposite of gatekeeping? That's what I do with it. I'm just like, whoa, yeah, totally. Watch Candyman for the first time. I've never I, seen that. Me neither. Oh man, See, watch it for the first time. Watch Candyman for the first time, and then watch the remake. It's well, it's not really. Okay. It's not a remake. It's a sequel. The new one, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. So okay, deal. And Final Destination, all of them. I got well. My I just moved into an apartment, um, and I have a roommate, and she loves horror. So we've just been. I mean, we've been busy, but we've been watching horror movies pretty much any night that we spend just the two of us together. So I'm catching up on some things. So. I will add those to the list. Nice. I get so jealous, like, because I've I've watched it for so long. Like, I've watched horror since I was like probably three, and my parents lacked parenting skills and let me watch Return of the Living Dead. So I've just always like watched it, and it's so cool to see people get to experience certain movies for the first time that I'm like, I've seen that a hundred times. It's so cool. Well, I'll be sure to share my thoughts. Um, I know you follow me on both my Instagrams and I post every movie I'm watching, unless it's something I've seen a million times. Like you guys, nobody needs to know how many times I've watched Thor 3. Um, so I won't post that. But anytime I'm watching a horror movie, I'll post and feel free to like, yeah, ask me sure. to share my thoughts because sure. I will. I've not seen, I've, I haven't seen any of the Thor movies, so... Neither has the guy I'm seeing, so we're watching all of them so I can see the fourth one in the cinema. Oh, nice. I've never seen, like, any of those, like, um... Marvel? Superhero. Yeah, but Marvel, there you go. I've never seen any of them. I think except for Aquaman, and I was kind of just watching it, like, I was in the same room. I wasn't really paying attention. I don't even know if he's, like, a Marvel character or not. No, but he's not. That, <laughs> that, that's the only one I can think of that's, okay, like, first super of all, popular. I saw the Batman, though, but I only watched it because of Rob First of all, when, Fair. You, when you refer to Aquaman, you put respect on his name and call him Aqua Daddy. Second of all. Aqua Daddy. <laughs> uh yes i agree um, that's the only good thing from that movie is jason momoa oh i love i love the, i love the movie i i love aquaman i've read a lot of the comics and i love aquaman so it was like it was a good adaptation some of it could have been better but yeah definitely. it got shit on a lot and i think it it did better than most people were expecting and um I, I don't think it deserves the hate it gets. No, no, not at all. Like people act like it's the worst thing they've ever seen. And I'm like, I literally sat through almost three hours of Batman versus Superman. No. Okay. I'm not going to get into that conversation. Cause I fucking love that movie. Also, sorry. Am I allowed to swear on this podcast? Yeah, You can say whatever you want. We don't. It, okay. Yeah. I've just been swearing yeah. so much lately. I've been keeping bad company. Um, what is like your least favorite film? And please don't say Batman versus Superman. Okay, then I will have to get into that conversation. <laughs> so no, I, I I have made a some sort of faux pas here because I didn't mean Batman versus Superman. I liked Batman versus Superman. It's the, okay. It's the original Justice League, like that. I thought was like oh a little rough. Yeah. It feels like two different movies. It's not my least favorite movie, but it feels like because Gal, Gal Gadot as Wonder Woman is so great, and Jason Momoa Aqua Daddy is so great. And I even like Ezra Miller as Flash, but like the whole movie just felt like this, like kind of like scotch taped together notebook. Like it was like really rough. Did you watch the four hour Zack Snyder verse? 
I started it. I got maybe an hour into it, and I think I got distracted by something, and I haven't returned to it yet, which is tragic because I really need to finish it. Honestly, it was worth a watch. I don't know if I'd ever watch it again, but um, getting distracted, that's fair. That tracks. Yeah, it was it was short. I, I can't remember the last thing I even seen, and to tell you the truth, like... I know a lot of the added Flash stuff I really liked, and a lot of the added um, the Mascaria with Wonder Woman stuff I really liked, but then, like, mm-hmm. I don't know. Zack Snyder is so, like, hit or miss. Hit and miss? Yeah, his films are always so cold. And it's within the same movie yeah. that it's hit or miss. Like, I'll watch Watchmen and be like, this is awesome. And then for, like, a 10-minute chunk, I'm like, wow, this is absolutely miserable. And then I'm <laughs> back into it. I don't know how to explain that. No, I totally understand that, though. Um, I think his best film is Sucker Punch. I haven't seen that. Ooh, it's really good. I went in expecting it to be like, oh, this like weird fantasy for boys because there's all these like hot girls in like, skimpy little outfits. And it's such a feminist film. Okay, see, that's why I didn't watch it. I have Because have... it's a feminist film? No, I didn't watch it because <laughs> this is the same reason that I didn't watch Jennifer's Body for so long. I thought it was Oh, fuck, be... that movie is so good. Oh, it's so good. it's near perfect it's just poor marketing yeah i thought i thought i was going into it to a very male gazy like oh sweet megan fox is so hot but then like i finally sat down and watched it and i was like this is completely the opposite of what i thought it was going to be and it's amazing i am infuriated frequently by the cover of that movie because it's megan fox like leaned back on a like a student table with like a um school uniform yeah and that's, that's oh, yeah. nothing to do with the movie they don't wear uniforms in it's public school it's a shitty public school like, exactly the same as the one i went to like yeah and that movie yeah, that's really weird one of my favorite like one of my favorite like this this will turn into a jennifer jennifer's body like devoted hour if if i keep talking about it but it's like i'm okay with that, that totally that one scene like after the kid in the forest dies and the coach is yelling and it starts playing that doom metal and she's swimming through the lake. Oh, it's, it gives me chills every time. It's so powerful. Like you're just like, Ooh, I have that song on like my Spotify liked list. And every time it comes on, it's like something happens to my body. <laughs> so good. I'm like, Whoa, Whoa. Okay. I need to like pull over. <laughs> I've been lately doing that with a double as a double feature with ginger snaps. And it's like, oh my god, you're speaking my language. Jeff's kiss, it's so perfect together. Yeah, that's a good double bill for sure. That's another one I haven't seen, but I've heard that it's really good. Ginger Snap? Filmed in Canada. Yeah, totally. Actually, so is Jennifer's Body. Both of those are filmed in Canada. Really? Huh. Fun fact about Canada that could be a not true fact, but I think it is. Um, back in the day, it was uh, the Canada was trying to get like the film industry to like take to film in Canada. So they were offering like um, grants to people who would come up and film and specifically for like horror movies. So I believe like prom night was filmed in Canada. Um, I could be wrong, but I think terror train was filmed in Canada. There's just a whole bunch of like older films, horror films that were filmed in Canada because it was cheaper. Interesting. You kind of get like, I don't, there's not really like, you don't think about can, like Canadian horror, like the same way you think about like, cause American horror is a very like stylistic thing that you can see. Mexican horror mm-hmm. is Spanish horror is European horror. 
but you never think of like Canadian horror as having like this style. But when you think when I'm like just picturing Jennifer's body and ginger snaps, like as a double feature, that makes total sense that they're both Canadian because they both have that same kind of style. And they're very woodsy. Like a lot of them are filmed like in the woods. Um, so that kind of makes sense. Like quiet little towns. That's, you're going to find that in like Northern BC or Northern Ontario. Um, have either of you seen back country? No. Okay. Back Country is a horror movie, but it's sort of like a like a man versus nature. And I believe that was filmed in Canada. I think it was like north um northern Ontario. So it's it's like a a, a bear essentially is hunting them and it's it's really scary. Uh really good film. I do recommend it like right before you go camping. Yeah, I can totally oh, see like so I have Go ahead. We're doing it again. Oh, I always no. I was gonna say I have this like just this fear of bears in the woods. Like I've never seen a I've only seen a bear in a sanctuary, and it was just this big loppy like medicated thing because you know had a bunch of people around it. But like to see an actual bear in the woods, I think I would just drop dead instantly. Trust me when I tell you that. Like okay, if you find a grizzly, you're gonna die. But I have a black bear in my backyard at my dad's house daily since we lived there, and that's like twenty three years or something. Like. It just saunters in, it kind of gazes at the dog, it'll look around, it'll, you know, look for garbage, which it won't find. But black bears are so kind of dopey. If you run into like a mama bear, you're screwed. But for the most part, they're just like, whoa, okay, a human, and they kind of back off. Have you seen, I'm, I'm always coming out with these really weird, like, facts about animals. And when you... Um, listen more to the first episode. You'll find out something about a whale and a she's, deer. I won't give it away. She's about to ruin bears forever for you. If you Google, let's see. Um, I once Googled a hairless, I think hairless bear. Let's see. It was terrifying. And oh yeah, if you Google hairless bear, you'll see what it looks like without any fur. And yeah. they they are not cute. <laughs> no, and, and that's what people often think. We're like, um, I think it's a chupacabra. Yeah, yeah. Is that mm-hmm. is that right? Yeah. Um, mm-hmm. uh, they found one in like Brazil or something, or they thought was a chupacabra, and essentially it was debunked as just a bear with mange. So it essentially became a hairless bear. And yeah, they're terrifying. I think anything it's hairless, so ugly, except like rats. Hairless rats are f- so cute. I love hairless cats too. Yes. So cute. I don't have yeah. any hot takes about hairless animals. Turtles are all are are all right. <laughs> <laughs> i don't like the fact that like their shell is attached to their body it is their yeah, body who makes that commitment to like yeah like it's yeah i i don't know why i thought like you could like remove it but like it's, i guess i just never really thought about it and then i saw like a picture of like a like a skeleton of one and i was like oh no what is that yeah it's so wild Ooh, i don't like that it's wild to think about like uh, yeah, because it's there's. I don't know if there's skin. I'm not. I'm not a biologist. Let's face I it. I think they have skin. I think every living creature has skin, right? Jellyfish. I I hope. Ooh. Do jellyfish have skin? Uh, are Are they just skin? <laughs> That's literally their existence. Skin. <laughs> I wanted I... Google. Do jellyfish have skin? Yeah. I need someone to answer that. I'm I'm disturbed now. <laughs> oh, they, they do. 
they, they do. They have an epidermis. That's a which I think is skin. <laughs> I, I'm just like <laughs> I'm over here googling. Is there a skinless animal? My FBI agent is like, what's wrong with you? <laughs> wrong with you? There has to be. There um, has to be like insects, right? They don't have skin. They have exoskeletons. It's so gross. I hate bugs. I'm kind of indifferent to bugs. Like I'd rather them not be on me and I like hate mosquitoes, but I'm also somebody who will like, like cup and paper any creature in my house and like put it outside. I have this like, we live in the country of West Virginia. That's how curious as I sound, but we live in, we live in the country. So there's always like spiders and stuff. And I've grown this weird fascination with jumping spiders. They're incredible. Like, they act like a dog. Like, they'll just look at your finger and they'll jump on it. Mm-hmm. And they don't bite. They're just yeah. there. And you're like, oh, this is really cool. We have one at the uh, place that I work. And it was just chilling on, like, a filing cabinet the other day. And then we noticed the, uh, today it was, like, right above the vault. And I was like, um, I'm not going in there. I, I don't want to. I just don't trust them. I don't trust them. Like, he's fine. But I don't want to go near him. Is he, is he a jump? Yeah, I don't. Is he a jumping spider? Yes. Yes. Oh. I mean, yeah. pretty like jumping my hair or something. Yeah, <laughs> you can tag along for a ride. <laughs> it's just a it's a firm pass for me. Yeah, I don't. I'm like I hate mosquitoes. Number one, because they're just bothersome. But I'm also super allergic, so that's not fun. But oh, you like swell they, up like a lot. Oh my God. Yes. I had a bite once on the back of my leg and it was like the size of a softball. And with every step that I took, it felt like it was going to burst. Ew. It was so painful. And um, yeah, I just, I'm, and I swear they like, they just hunt me down. It's like, they're like, Oh, we know you're allergic. So we're going to you. Well, they like, um, like, I think blood types more than others. Yeah. I'm O negative, And I've heard that that's what they desire the most. And I'm like, that's nice. <laughs> Also, if anybody needs blood, I've got you. Oh, you're like a <laughs> um, you're an edgy, universal donor and all. You're an edgy '90s goth metal band. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know my blood type, to be completely honest. I really want to. Nope, I don't either. <laughs> I just I don't know how you get that. Like, I mean, it's hard enough to get a doctor's appointment, let alone to be like, I just I'm curious what my blood type is. Yeah, I've always known mine. I think just my mom let me know once because she's also O negative. So it was one of those like, because I guess O negatives can only accept blood from other O negatives, but we can give blood to anybody. Right. So it was just always one of those things like if you're ever in an accident, let them know that I'm O negative too. And it's like, okay, so I've just always had that knowledge. But like, yeah, I don't know how you even go about like, knowing, I guess you just ask your doctor. I don't know. Like, hey, I'm just here for some blood. I'm sure they (laughs) have it it. on like my file, but it's just like... I don't know how to segue into that conversation. How do you get into the file? Yeah, like, hey, just curious. Yeah. <laughs> Can I see the file? Hey, well, I got you here. Let's call reception. I'm just super curious. What's my blood type? <laughs> I. They're like, why? <laughs> I feel like for me to find out, it probably costs like thousands of dollars. Oh, uh, yeah, huh? Ugh. Yeah. Well, if it makes you feel any better, like, there's a doctor shortage, and all the ones that are here are old and useless. Um, and if you need an appointment, they're, like, weeks out. So, I mean, free healthcare comes with the caveat of, well, you'll get there when you get there. We, but you see, the thing is, like, we kind of have that, too, and we have to pay for it. <laughs> oh, okay. Well, then, in that case, um, yeah, move to Canada. 
I have seriously thought about that so much. Like it, the state of things here is just. I, I am so down, but I've never experienced snow. And I know that you guys get a lot of snow, right? Well, I mean, Canada's the second largest landmass in like the world. So the island and BC, like lower BC, doesn't get a lot of snow. Like if you move to Vancouver, you get a lot of rain and that's about it. I can do rain. You get snow like, you know, maybe like three days a year. And then every like fourth winter, we get like a really bad winter. And that's about it. We just have heat. We don't even get rain. We Can we just trade drought, please? <laughs> it, it, this this summer has been it's been I've had one day that hit twenty four, which is Celsius, and uh, I'm gonna quickly do that conversion for you. Because we're 24 like degrees. We're dumb Americans. We don't do the same Fahrenheit. thing as everybody else. <laughs> yeah, so seventy five degrees was our hottest temperature. Seventy five degrees Fahrenheit. That's so nice. That is, that's, I want to live there. It's not nice when you have the shortest summers ever and you really want to indulge and you're like, it's been raining all July. But what if you don't want to indulge? Like, I do not want to indulge. Me neither. Like, it's been in the 80s and 90s all week. I'm I'm so over it. And I think it rained like once in April and that's it. Like, that's all we get. Like, a little bit of rain. Why can't we share? Well, that's right. That's kind of you where, take a little, I take a little. That's kind of yeah. where I'm at in the world. Like, I just kind of have the worst parts of both. Like, it was <laughs> 90 something today. And it's, I live on the river. So it's like, you know, that saying, like, the heat won't get you. It's the humidity. Like, it's every day. Yeah. It's, so, it feels like walking through a warm bathtub. <laughs> I went to Vermont um, when I was 19. And I went during June and July, and I had never experienced that kind of humidity before. It was disgusting. Like, take a shower, and you're sweating as you're getting dressed, and you just feel wet all the time. And it rained at one point, and it was like 90 degrees outside, and it was like hot rain. Yeah. I was like, get me out of here right now. I don't know what this is, but I do not yeah, like Yeah, that's this. been my life this whole summer. Hot rain. I've only ever experienced that in... Um... I went to Germany 10 years ago, 11, no, a long time ago. And Berlin was like 40 degrees Celsius, which again, hold on, 40 Celsius to Fahrenheit. It was so hot. I would shower. And by the time my cousin would finish showering after me, I would have to shower again. Mm -hmm. That's 104 degrees. Oh, that's hot. Yeah, it was disgusting. And we hit that hot last summer here, actually. So I was like, uh, no, I, I, our summers are supposed to be moderate. Yeah, our summer just started like June, July aren't terrible, but August and September, it just gets into like, I think last year it got up to like 108 and it was like that for like a week. It was just like 101, 102, 99. And I was like, get me out of here, please, right now. I, I can't take this anymore. I cannot. Nope. It's it's gross. Like, I like we were just I, totally I, talking about um, global warming. Yeah, yeah. Well, first, and that kid. First we had to. First we had to talk about America's healthcare problem. Now we're talking about global warming. Bubble bath gets a little more serious What's today. Next? What's next? Um, I'm here to talk about communism. No, just kidding. We won't go down that that uh, rabbit hole. <laughs> Oh yeah, no, we like 
as we know, America is fucked. It's, That's it. The end. Yeah. It's, <laughs> I posted something on Instagram today, and it was like they did a vote in the in the house where it was like to to if if you found out someone in the army was a white supremacist to tell your like your higher officer and every single Republican voted nay. And I was just like, are you kidding me? Like what is even the logic behind voting? No on that. Like what? It's baffling. Honestly, politics just like make my head spin a little bit. (laughs) I just don't even open Facebook or turn on the news anymore. I'm just kind of done, done with it, which is really like sticking my head in the sand, but. I don't know. I don't blame you. I, I'm the same way. I'm the same way. Like, I feel like a bad, like, citizen by yeah. ignoring a lot of what goes on in the world. But at the same time, I'm like, listen, it, it's all bad all the time. So what is really, what am I even like? It's I turn on the news school shooting. I turn on the news. Women are losing rights. I'm like, I'm turning off the news now because it's bad either way. You know, and honestly, like you can't do anything if you're like feeling anxious and depressed about like the circumstances is like if you step away from it you can kind of like approach it differently when you are ready to get back into but when you're one person you're like what can i do <laughs> it's so rough yeah like i i'm very guilty of i don't step away and i get to the point where like i am so mad all the time like i live in a really like red state and there's trump flags there's barns that have like trump murals and it's just like just a half hour commute to work is just like infuriating to me. Like I'm just like on my way there. I feel my blood boiling (laughs) and it's like, I can't get away from it. Well, I mean here in Canada, like there was mask mandates for a long time during COVID and there was like vaccine passports. It's a whole thing. And everybody just started using Canadian flags as like a, a freedom fighter thing. I don't know if you heard about any of that, but Every time I see like a vehicle, it's usually a big truck with a bunch of Canadian flags. I'm like, ugh, God, get over it. The the mandates are gone. Like, just move on. And the irony of the Canadian flag being used for freedom when it's like white Europeans took over Canada. That's it's exactly the same thing here. Like, oh yeah, exactly the same. The big the big old truck with the American the flag, truck. and sometimes they have the rebel yep. flag on the other side. And you're like, wait, that's really contradicting. Cool. But you do you. It's really frustrating when I see like a Canadian vehicle with like Canadian plates with the um, what's that flag? What's the one you just said? Yeah. The rebel flag? Oh, the yeah, no. the Confederate flag. The Confederate flag. I'm like, you're Canadian. Yeah, that doesn't even make sense. <laughs> It's uh people. We live it's no different up here, let me tell you that. Yeah, it's it's like if there's this is gonna sound so like awful, but it's like if there's white dudes, it's always probably gonna be that way. <laughs> it's just so bad. And that's the moral of the story. Yeah. And I'm a white dude, so like <laughs> I'm aware. <laughs> I'm aware that that we're the problem. White people and the damage done. Like gosh. But being aware of it is like the most important thing. It's just... Or not the most important thing, but it's one of the most important things. It's so bad. So bad. We've we've really taken it down, like... <sighs> <laughs> Tell us about Disneyland again, Kira. <laughs> <laughs> well, it... If you want to circle back, I did end up Googling that roller coaster ride. So if anybody has ridden on it or is going to Knott's Berry Farm anytime soon, I highly recommend Hang Time. And then let me know if you survived or not. 
because I almost did it. Hang time. Okay. Well, I'm adventuring this. uh, I've like, for the last like 10 years, I've done a lot of nothing. Like I live on this really beautiful island with like so much to explore and I've never done any of it. And in the last month and a half, I've just been like going to every single hiking destination and I'm going to go to like zip lining and like bungee jumping and stuff like that. Um, so I'm adding oh, these things to a list of like things I need to do in my life now that I'm single. <laughs> I've always, when I, I turned 30 during 2020, so it totally ruined my plans, but I so badly wanted to go skydiving. That was like my big plan and I still haven't done it, but I still would love to go skydiving one day. Like the tandem skydiving, of course. I don't trust myself to jump out on that thing on my own. No. <laughs> but, um, I, I would mess up some way. I need someone to take full responsibility for my life, even if they end it. Like it was your fault, not mine. <laughs> I need someone to take full responsibility of my life, even if they end it. That is just, that is gold. <laughs> <laughs> I relate so hard. I also want to go bungee jump or not bungee jumping. I've done that, but um skydiving, it's just really expensive. It's like four hundred bucks. Canadian. It is. It's I, I it's about the same here. When I had looked around at the time, it wasn't very cheap. And I was like, oh, okay. I was like, I could say for that, you know, turn 30, go skydiving, it'll be fun. And then of course everything happened and I was like, well, there goes that. Yeah, no kidding. <laughs> turn 30 at home instead. Uh I'm not. Well, here's to 2023. Maybe. When you turn 33. <laughs> Maybe. Yeah. Oh, there you go. Yeah. <laughs> and this time, I'll just take Damien with me. <laughs> I'm, listen, I am not jumping out of the airplane. <laughs> I'll, I'll we'll have a whole, a whole podcast episode. <laughs> Do you not remember like the whole conversation about wide open high spaces? That we have? <laughs> I guess it will matter. Uh... I'll black out. So you definitely have to do it with someone because you can't pull the parachute yourself because you will be blacked out. Oh, no. Yeah. If I jumped out of it, I would just never come. I would be just that would be the last thing I ever seen, I think. <laughs> It'd be over. Yeah, that's it. it's, like, it's like, well, he just didn't even try. <laughs> My arms would be all behind me and I'd just be belly flopping all the way down. <laughs> Uh, I would like to also go skydiving. Um, my mom's done it, and I'm not saying she's not a brave person, but she doesn't really like things like that, so I'm very surprised she did it. Um, I think it was, like, well before I was born. Probably she values her life once she, like, had kids. She was probably like, ah, I gotta stay alive for these people. I'm not gonna do things like jump out of airplanes. But since she's done it, I feel like I have to do it. You can't let... Yeah. You can't let mom one up you. No, never. <laughs> Sorry, mom. <laughs> <laughs> I'm jumping out so I can show my kid. Look what I did. Yeah. <laughs> She'd probably do it again. Just to be like, well, I've done it twice. Right. She's going to be right behind you in line. Like, who do you think you are? <laughs> oh, yeah. No, that sounds... I like... I like um, Whenever I like go places like amusement parks, for example, I want to get on the one ride that's going to make me question my life for a second. Like, am I about to die? Hell yes, I might. Let's go. Okay. If that's what ever, I look for. If you ever come to Vancouver, and I do recommend everyone come to Vancouver. It's not actually that far for, for you. It would be like a fun little road trip. 
but um, if you go to Playland and you use the wooden roller coaster, it's the oldest roller coaster, I think, in Canada. And the bar comes down and you have like a foot between your hip and the bar. I can yes. only go on that ride with like my brother, who's like six foot two, like 200 pounds, because I need someone with more weight to kind of like hold me in. <laughs> terrifying. It's terrifying. <laughs> That sounds amazing. And I would 100% be first in line for that immediately, as soon as the park opens. And then go on the one from Final Destination. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I want to say, I'm, I'm going to like watch the movie and figure out exactly like where the girl sat, the one who gets thrown off and like <laughs> gets split by the bars. I want her seat. <laughs> yes. There's like, there's like two theme parks. I live right on the Ohio border in Ohio. There's Kings Island and Cedar point. I don't know much about Cedar point, but Kings Island has, I believe the first wooden roller coaster as a loop. Oh, it's, Oh, it's, that's scary. There's one that's called the beast and it's like RL Stein wrote a book about it actually, which is pretty cool. <laughs> but then I think it's called the son of the beast. It does a loop and it's wooden. And I just, that's terrifying. I remember that being like the biggest deal in the world. Yeah, I mean, I'd probably do it. I would probably pay good money to, like, if I'm going to die, I'm going to do it with, like, I'm going to pay for it, I guess. <laughs> right, yeah. It sounds like a lot of fun to... It does. Like, you know they've tested it. It's not like... It's not like I built it on Roller Coaster Tycoon and all my guests died. Oh, man. <laughs> There's another ride um, at Knott's Bay Farms that's a wooden roller coaster like that. It's old, and... uh like they have signs that like say don't put your arms your hands up in the air you know your arms oh. up keep them on your lap and every time I get like I've been on that ride twice now and there's always someone on there who lifts their arms up during the ride and I'm like listen if your arm gets cut off and it smacks me in the face I'm gonna be mad for two reasons you ruined my ride and you hit me in the face with your severed arm <laughs> with your damn severed arm I like Sit the way down. that none of that included like I'm traumatized it's like you ruined my ride and your arm hurt. <laughs> Not, and now my nose is broken. I'm not traumatized. And now no one's having a Yeah. <laughs> You've seen enough horror movies that you're like, yeah, throw a limb at me. See if I care. See if I flinch. My brother is um notorious for uh sharing um like really gory, like violent videos on the internet with me. Oh he's always like, look at this one. And I'm just like, oh god. So like I'm there's not really a lot. That, like it has to be something really good to like really get me going because I'm like kind of desensitized like I saw yeah. one earlier and I literally thought to myself like that's it and I was like oh my god that's terrible to think <laughs> what's wrong with you <laughs> just that's just how we are now though I mean like uh, we've seen so much and like you go on Facebook and you, you're like oh someone got beheaded okay like you just we you can't let it get to you I, it's as awful as it sounds except for Howie Mandel's yeah. and then I, TikTok that yeah. That, Did you see yeah, that? that? Wait, what was it? Howie Mandel's deleted TikTok. I am too old for TikTok. Well, first of all, that's I made the mistake of. It's so fun on there. Yeah, it's great. <laughs> it's a lawless place. Um, <laughs> it is. There, there is some crazy stuff on there. Like, it's just some dumb stuff too, but yeah, I saw that that was trending on Twitter and I made the mistake of Googling why. And I was like, Oh, Howie Mandel. Why did you, that's what that? happened to me. Okay. I was like, let me look this up. And I seen it and went, 
I am so in the dark right now. Like, I, I don't know if I want to know if I'm going to, like, Google it later, like, when we're not recording. I feel like that's a bad idea. I feel like we should we should not even be talking about this because we're it's like this okay. is like this is like mailing the video from the ring to people like we are <laughs> cursing people. Oh, fuck. <laughs> Okay, well, if it's something horrible, I probably won't Google it, but, like, I might read about it. It's sort of like, um, my friend has a podcast where they talk about horror films, that they were doing extreme horror, and there were some movies, and I don't like extreme horror, like, I, I, I like more casual horror. I Google the internet movie database, like, parental guide, and I read through it, and I'm like, nope, not for me. But I know enough about it so that when I listen to the podcast, I can, I can be like, oh, I know what they're talking about. Yeah. It's like every single Lucio Falsi movie ever made. You're just like, ooh. <laughs> don't want to see that. Yeah. I I just like, a part of me like loves the gross stuff. And then I'm like, ew, why did I look at that? <laughs> gotta stop. <laughs> gotta stop. And I like, I know we're not supposed to talk books, but like, I really love reading the gross stuff too. And then I'm like, why did I read that? <laughs> and then I have to like talk to my friends and act like I didn't just read that. <laughs> like all the poop books? It's almost... <laughs> yes. Like that one, for example. Uh, I definitely, yeah, I, I think I'm not like super sensitive to things, but I definitely like go into things like, I know my limits and I don't want to go beyond them. So with like film yeah. or books or anything, I'm like, if somebody is like, okay, this is in this, I'm like, okay, I'm not going to watch that. Cause I don't want to see it. I should probably do that more. I, Honestly, you're too far gone. Yeah. You're too far. Gone. Yeah. I think you're right. You've seen the ha- Howie Mandel deleted TikTok. You're never, everything's fine. God, I'm so. I'll never be the best. <laughs> I like can't do. I don't like serious, serious. Like, I don't like like hostile. I don't like a lot of the Saw movies. Like, if it's a very serious, oh, like very serious war, I, I don't. I, it doesn't work for me. But like trauma and like the Hatchet movies, like where it's just like really over the top and dumb kind of gore, I'm good with that. Yeah, you can separate. I think it's like I've never seen Saw, but I, I'm super curious about like the psychology of the film. But I have no interest in seeing the film because I don't like that like human torturing human thing unless it's like it really needs justification. Like there's a film called Hunter Hunter, and it's got Devon Sawa, and uh, that's pretty much it. Um, it's I love Devon Sawa. It's a really slow film, and it's really good i believe it was filmed in canada and the ending will just like shock you and it's horrifying but it's so good and there's a song that plays in that scene and every time i listen to that song i get like full like i back in that moment with that film so i do recommend that one for sure i'll have to check that out for sure yeah, I'm gonna, me too, because I really like Devin Sawa, so that's right up my alley. Yeah. Um, I'll never forget when the first Saw movie came out. I was over at one of my cousin's house, and or at my cousin's house, and we got, like, snacks. We had, like, I mean, we're talking, like, the whole setup. There were chips and, like, Twinkies and um, just, like, different candies and sodas and all that, and we were ready. And we played the movie, and by the time the movie ended, not a single person touched a snack. Oh, <laughs> Everything was in its package. Nothing had been opened. We were so grossed out. Fair. How old were you? Like 14, I think, at the time. Oh, yeah. Yeah. 
Yeah, so I was just like, uh, what did I just watch? <laughs> that was brutal and amazing and just too much. And yeah, those movies, I have to be like, I don't know, I guess like in the like mood to watch that because it's the same thing. I don't really like the human torturing human like stuff. It's gross. I really liked the first saw, but then after that, I just, I don't know. What's that say about me? I'm one of those people, but like, that's, I, I don't know. After the first one, it just kind of lost its like newness. Like, You're talking. I can't watch. Oh, go ahead. We all did it. <laughs> no, you go ahead. It's I, was, I don't know what I was going to say. I'm done. I was going to say, you're talking to the person who's only seen the third Final Destination. Like, I'm a mess. (laughs) That's kind of like what you, when I was a little kid, I used to do this thing where like, you see like, Nightmare on Elm Street Part 5, and you're like, oh, that's the fifth one. That has to be the best one. If that's the newest one. Oh, I never thought that way. And that's what what I used to do when I was a kid. So that's kind of what you did with Final Destination. Like, you're just like... Three, that has to be the best one. <laughs> no, it was my sister just like forcing me to watch horror movies, but then like turning it off when she thought it was appropriate. Or she made me watch um, The Exorcist up until the point where, um, is her name Regan? Yeah. Yeah. When she like pees herself in like the foyer. Oh, yeah. And my sister was like, okay, that's enough. And so in that case, she was like protecting me, but with the final destination thing, she was. Um, like, hey, now let's go on that roller coaster now that you're traumatized. What a jerk. I, I know, but she protected me from The Exorcist, which I still haven't actually finished. I've read the book, but I haven't um, seen the, the rest of the film. So I, I love the book. Yeah. I... I, I'm hit and miss. There was lots of parts of it that I did like, but it kind of felt like it was like anti-atheist. I can see that yeah, for sure. I can see that. And as an atheist, I was like, oh, okay. Yeah, I remember when I read it last year, and I'm sure that Brian, if Brian is listening into this, he'll remember. And um, I want to say Koi might remember. I don't know if you were following me yet at the time, Damien, but I was like live tweeting while reading it, and like I started to like have a thing for Father Karras. Oh no. <laughs> And I kept tweeting about him. And I was like, what? like, why am I like attracted to Father Karras while reading this damn book? It was this whole thing for a little bit. Why wasn't I around you, like, for that? Me, daddy, for I have sinned. <laughs> yeah. I was like, I was like, why are they overly describing this priest's forearms right now? <laughs> uh, I mean, I gotta say, when I was reading it, I was kind of into Pazuzu. <laughs> totally kidding. It was, wow, dead silence. <laughs> Uh, totally sort of joking i'm really (laughs) listen i don't i don't blame you at all for that (laughs) i mean it's been any day (laughs) (laughs) as someone who i mean as someone who was a part of writing a book that had a love triangle between satan and a dead valley girl like i was even speechless like huh (laughs) (laughs) Huh. leave it to sabrina to take it too far (laughs) also we're having that kind of conversation now (laughs) you know what there's no kink shaming in my life (laughs) this is a sex (laughs) demons furries (laughs) (laughs) 
Hey, as long as there's consent, I don't care. <laughs> <laughs> right. That's what's important. Okay. Everybody listening. Yeah. <laughs> and Damien's all quiet. I, I just don't want <laughs> Speechless. I, I, I get it. I get it. Okay. I, I mean, I just came off a podcast where I was talking about hot goths and the crow the whole time. So I'm just sort of still in that mindset of like, that was that that whole film is like a whole leather kink, you know? Oh, yeah. The Crow. Yeah. I that I haven't seen that movie in so long, but I from what I do remember, I 100% agree. I mean, it's a lot of leather. It's not even that good of a film. Like it's pure chaos, but Brandon Lee in makeup and leather, it's just like, ooh. It's a lot of leather. <laughs> it's a whole mood. <laughs> My f- I like the way I'm just divulging like all the films and like actors I'm attracted to. I'm like Megan Fox, Brandon Lee, Pazuzu. Hey, it's okay. I already, <laughs> I already gave up Jason Momoa, so you're good. Yes, yes, and and, and uh, Kira, you like the father? What's his name? I've Karis. Father Karis. I took yeah. I took claim on Father Karis and Devin Sawa. <laughs> Uh, well, I'm just not stepping on each other's toes. Yeah, my right. My very first like memory of being a tr- being like really attracted to somebody in a movie was from Dusk Till Dawn. Like I remember being too young to see from Dusk Till Dawn, and Salma Hayek <laughs> does that snake dance, and it was like, oh yeah, I was equally attracted to her and terrified of her at the same time, like. <laughs> I rewatch that movie sometimes and I'm like I'm like she is so horrifying like she's she is terrifying like <laughs> honestly that's like to be like turned on and terrified is like a power combo well it's just I, I don't know it's just like the vibe it's like I, I, I'm stuttering thinking about it can we do <laughs> aqua daddy again when he does that thing where he rips his hair <laughs> <laughs> My uh, my first love, which would be appropriate because I was uh, I was a kid in the '90s, was um, Leonardo DiCaprio, of course. Aww, like, he was so cute. I loved Leo, and my favorite movie of all time still is um, Romeo and Juliet with him and um, Claire Danes. Claire Claire Danes, yes, that is still that was and still is my favorite movie of all time. And I remember being a kid and watching that and thinking, like, oh my god, who is this man? Like. And then ended up growing up and also liking Claire Danes as well. So, I mean, you know, things change. It works. <laughs> so my, it still works. I think my sexuality is very much shaped by um, X-Men because I have like a huge thing for like Wolverine, but also more so actually Mystique. Oh, I see that. Um, and yes. also mm-hmm. uh, Michelle Pfeiffer as Catwoman in Batman. Oh, I just recently re- rewatched that before we watched the new Batman. And I was like, Wow. Michelle Pfeiffer uh-huh. is like a vibe in this movie. This is insane. And Michael Keaton kind of is too. Like he's like got this like I don't know how to explain it. This like this personality he's that you're grit- just like, whoa. Uh-huh. That whole I mean, just uh, my sexuality was very much like I got to throughout superhero films be like, wow, I'm attracted to all of these people. And they're all wearing leather or they're blue and naked. So what can you go wrong? I keep ending up with like golden retriever boys. (laughs) (laughs) What a shame. (laughs) Uh, 
What a shame. I mean, I'm only 26. My life isn't over, but um, I, I am very much drawn to Golden Retriever Boys. It's 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 a it's a goth thing. I think like goth girls. I was gonna say, yeah, we really like that's the boys. I just want to date Pazuzu, but all I get is Golden Retriever Boys. <laughs> Oh my god. <laughs> Pazuzu's like, I cannot handle that. He's like, I know better. I'm I'm not strong enough for all of that. I gotta go. <laughs> Bring in the golden retriever. <laughs> Quick distractor with a golden retriever boy. <laughs> oh no. <clears throat> yeah. Um what yeah, about definitely you, yeah. what is it? Who were your biggest uh, attractions growing up other than Selma Hayek? Oh, I don't know. Like, I've very recently, like, realized some things about myself. And, like, I did, I've did. i never really been, like, too super attracted to anybody, like, growing up. Like, I didn't really have, like, too many celebrity crushes. It's always people whose, like, energy I was, like, drawn to, kind of, in a way, I guess, if that makes any mm-hmm. sense. It wasn't like I oh, would absolutely. see somebody on an ad and be like, wow, I have a crush on you. It would have to be like, I don't know, like somebody was in a movie I liked or I seen an interview with someone that I liked. Like, it would have to be something like that. I've just never really had that, I guess. I think that's very much like in tune with like pansexuality. Like, I'm very much attracted to personality over looks. Like, looks help if you're like, but I don't have like a quote unquote type when it comes to looks. Yeah, totally. But like, Mm -hmm. yeah, like a person is like, personality wise like my type i am absolutely attracted to them um and i think also like demisexuality is kind of very common with pansexuality i don't know if either of you know what that demisexuality means no so basically it means like you wouldn't you wouldn't be able to sleep with someone without like a really strong emotional connection oh totally i get that i get that yeah so like, i get that those two are kind of like i think who i am personally like pansexual and demisexual yeah yeah i've definitely i've because i've i've been married for close to 15 years now and i've just like i don't know i've never had that like thing where it's like people in high school like just want to sleep with people i never really had that i always Mm -hmm. wanted to spend time with people over that and i've just recently kind of over the past couple years realized like yeah i identify more as pansexual than anything because of that like i see myself just like celebrity crushes now, I'm equally, I have equal as much of a crush on Aubrey Plaza as I do Megan Trainer as I do Bryce Johnson from this dumb podcast I listen to. Like, it, <laughs> I don't think of it, like, I don't think of what they physically look like so much as I think about the parts who they, are. they act that I enjoy hearing mm-hmm. yeah. or like seeing, if that makes sense. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. I think that's how, not that I think, I know that's how I am too. Like when I think about like all the people that I'm attracted to across the board, it's all so different, but it's not, it's not what they look like physically. It's who they are as, you know, as a person. So it just depends totally. on whether or not I can connect with you or not. And like, I'm a huge homebody. I'm a crybaby, and I just really like coffee and that's it. Like it's that simple. Like oh. if you can appease those three things, we're good. <laughs> I've, been, I got so, I've been so lucky that like, my wife is great. Like me and Brie have like grown together. We've accepted who we are together. We've changed together and it's just been, it's great. So that's like, I don't know. I don't really find myself like other than like little crushes like that, that me and her can joke about. Cause she gets them too. Like, yeah. it's not really like a thing where I'm like, I don't know. 
Yeah, I think that's so important in a relationship. It's not like attraction to other people disappears, right? So it's like if you could be like, oh my God, Scarlett Johansson's so hot. You both agree on that. It's like, it just like oh, yeah, totally. alleviates that sort of like, oh, we have to pretend like nobody else in the world is attractive. And that's not the case. It's like you can look at the menu. You just can't order unless you're yeah. in a relationship where that's agreed upon yeah. that you can, you're not in totally. and whatnot. He's kind of hot, isn't yeah. he? Yeah, I know. Strikes Oh my god, you have to tell her about that. Oh, really no. <laughs> so I was, I hope Brian has listened to this, and I hope Bree hears this and gets really embarrassed. We, I was telling my wife about people that were coming on the show, and I was like, yeah, Brian Barry's come, like doing it next week, and I'm really excited. She was like, Brian and she was like he's kind of hot isn't he and I thought about it for a minute and I was like yeah actually he kind of is <laughs> and I instantly texted Kira and told her and she was just like dead I was dying I was sitting here in the living room and he tells me and then at first I'm like like waiting for his response and then he comes back saying that you know he thought about it and he was like yeah he is and I lost it I was sitting here in the dark by myself cracking up laughing at this because our friend Brian is like, we're friends with him. I mean, all across the board, but like we talk to him mostly on Twitter and he's just got like this, like, I, I he's got this random personality. At least that's how I feel anyway. Like I never know what he's going to say. Like sometimes his responses are very simple. And then sometimes I'm like, Brian, you are so out of pocket right now. Like what are you saying? He's, he has become like, by the time he comes on here, it's going to be like, he's been on more episodes than he's actually been on. Okay, but that is such a flex because um, I met somebody online and she's my soulmate. She's my best friend. And she started a podcast and she brought me up in almost every single episode so far. And there's like, I don't know, over a year's worth of episodes. And when I finally came on the episode, I was like, oh my God, I'm finally here. But everyone knows who I am and everyone knows about me and my thoughts. And (laughs) because I've been so many times and I'm like really proud of that. Like, I want to be mentioned on every single episode. Um, that's just like a weird flex I have. <laughs> that's Brian. Yeah, he's, he may not <laughs> well, want the me attention. and Brian are two peas in the pod. <laughs> he may not want the attention, but he's getting it. <laughs> <laughs> he's got no choice. He's like our. We're gonna be like our, We're gonna take off bath, and it's gonna be bubble bath with Brian. <laughs> <laughs> and we're just gonna put him with that picture of his flannel <laughs> blowing in the wind. Oh no! Love a good flannel. Oh we should probably. Oh we should God. probably ask some questions. We're at fifty-eight, and I didn't even realize it. This is insane. Okay, let's see. I wrote them down. All right. Wait, wait, wait! So, Hold on. Do you hear that? Okay, Sabrina, this is something I tried out yesterday, and we're going to keep trying it. <laughs> Sorry, my gimmick. I'm getting choked up because I don't have any water. All I have is beer. Um, <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> so you have one minute, one minute exactly, to convince Kira that aliens exist. Okay. Starting now? Starting now. Okay, so... Um... I believe that jellyfish are aliens because they have one orifice 
and everything goes in and out of that orifice. They do not have a brain. They essentially might be skinless, as we established earlier in the episode. And they can regenerate and like become like a polyp and then go back into jellyfish. So essentially they can live forever. And there was a bunch of jellyfish that got clogged in a nuclear reactor in Japan and shut it down, caused a meltdown. So I think aliens are, or jellyfish are aliens that are coming to like kill humans and like save the planet. You know, that is creepy. In under a minute. Mm -hmm. Do you believe? Did it work? You know, I'm, I, I, I can, I can accept that more than like, outer space aliens like out there somewhere on some other planet yes you know what i mean i i I can i can accept that there are aliens here maybe possibly okay we're getting somewhere we're getting there we're getting there okay i i'll i'll take it i think i you see that i think i did all right that jellyfish that jellyfish rant couldn't have been possible without the foundation that koi set about really yes yeah there you go (laughs) We're gonna get there. If he had taken, if he had taken that two minutes, I might have been a believer. <laughs> <laughs> oh, he had two minutes. No, he didn't. He, you would have had two minutes, but he said two minutes seems like a long time. And I went, okay, well, then you've only got a minute. And then he got cut off, and he went, wow, one minute really goes by fast. <laughs> it does, except if you're doing like a plank or burpees or something. God awful. Uh... That's true. <laughs> those damn wall sits those are i awful. groan like oh, i ever have worked out in my whole entire life <laughs> look my mom's a personal trainer so i've endured so much suffering in my time Oof. oh ouch i'm ouch <laughs> mom ouch yeah <laughs> okay now that you've indulged me with the alien right. talk kiri you can ask the question now i'll be falling down a jellyfish rabbit hole later oh good um so Harriet Everett author on Instagram asked, what's a career or job you want to do other than that of an author? Well, I never wanted to be an author as a career because it's a hobby. And I feel like when you turn your hobbies into careers, you end up hating them. So that's never the plan for me. Um, I, If I could pick any job, honestly, if I could do like... Like travel writing or something i know that is potentially still in the realm of author but like i kind of want to just travel and like i can't afford to travel but if i could get paid to travel um but currently i work at a bank so you know <laughs> i get that i work at a nine factory. to five hey you know what they take care of me so it's all good totally i totally relate to that about not wanting to make a career of being an author like see it's my gimmick i need to just have water instead of being such a drunk dad but (laughs) i totally relate to that because i always say like if i'm only doing it as like a way to make a career like i'm just not having fun yeah it, it takes the the joy out of like any passion like people who do art if they do it for a living all of a sudden it's not the same yeah, like I wouldn't, compl- and that's not for everyone. But I wouldn't complain if somebody like was like, "Hey, we're gonna pay you to write these books," but I like I don't think I would t- do it unless it was like completely like I could still do whatever I wanted to do. Yeah, 
Yeah, and I think that's like the the downside too. Like, if you go like traditional, it's like, well, then they expect you to have like this done by then and follow this formula, and that just sounds exhausting to me. That doesn't sound like creativity and art. That sounds like a job. Oh, totally. Yeah, mm-hmm. I agree. So, uh, still reading, Sam said on Instagram said, "Would you rather? <laughs> would you rather fight an orangutan wielding a samurai sword once a year, or fight a chicken every time you enter your car?" Ooh, I drive a lot. Chickens are vicious. Mm. I mean, I've had chickens; like they're kind of useless, right? I think I would rather fight the chicken. Um, because I think I would survive every time I might end up like scratched to shit, but if I'm anticipating like every time I get in my car, um, and if there's a loophole here, I would have somebody else drive me a lot more often. Oh, there you go. The Ubers. <laughs> not, not here. There's no Ubers here. Yeah, I was about to say, is there even Uber <laughs> in Canada? <laughs> I, there is, um, in like the mainland, but because I'm on the island, I don't think there's any in this like obscure little town. Uh, we don't even have good public transit. What a bummer. I don't know if yeah. it's a bummer. Like if you don't have a car here, you're not moving forward with your life. <laughs> <laughs> you're living at your parents' house and they're driving you. Oof. <laughs> right? Oof. <laughs> mm-hmm. I drive, I commute 30 minutes to work. I do that. That's highway driving. I do that too. When I'm in school, I drive an hour to school and then a half hour from school to work and then a half hour from work to home. When I'm out of school, I My school. Go ahead. Oh, go ahead. No, go ahead. Uh... (laughs) (laughs) No, you finish. Go. (laughs) I was, I was finished. Like when I'm out of school, when I'm out of school and I only work, it's a half hour still every day to there and then a half hour back. I, I just moved um, to an opposite city of where my school is. So when I go back to school in September, it is um, probably two hours away. Oh, man. One way. I might come to I don't even want to think about doing that's that. That's like traffic here. It's awful. Yeah, I don't oh, it's not traffic. It's it's highway driving. Like it's it's passing lanes. It's 120 kilometers an hour. But I'm so far away because i moved the opposite direction yeah oh that's terrible Mm -hmm. i might drop out i don't know we'll see (laughs) Uh, we'll see let us know yeah (laughs) when i first when i first started going back to school i was working at walmart and i didn't have a day off i worked like I worked five days a week and went to school five days a week. And they always scheduled me to work the longest shifts on my days that I didn't have school. And my friend Dakota said, you're not going to be able to do it. You'll die. And I was just, well, maybe. And then I found him dead later. So I guess joke's on him. What? (laughs) That that was my, that's a morbid joke for today. That was some gallows humor right there. But you said it was such, he would think it was fun. uh, You know, dry sense of humor. (laughs) <laughs> and yet we're all laughing <laughs> I, I said it i said it in that writer's group on instagram the other day and everybody's like i don't know what to say to you like you literally just <laughs> they're like, what? are we not gonna address that he just said that like it was everyday knowledge that, that happened <laughs> whatever uh they're like we're used to this yeah, whatever <laughs> Uh, let's see. Uh, Metalhead takes the square. Asked, "What music are you really interested in listening to right now? And do you have any recommendations?" 
Ooh, um, I've been listening to a lot of like remix remixes, like kind of like they're good driving songs where they're longer and and whatnot. But um, it, it's kind of hard to like give a recommendation for that. But a couple of songs I've been really liking. To, um, Two Feet is a band, and all their music is really freaking sexy. And then a little bit of I think fitting for this show. Um, satanic doo-wop by um, have either of you heard of twin temple absolutely no okay yeah so twin temple always that's like my getting ready in the morning music um it's probably an acquired taste but oh my god it's so fun it's so feminist it's it's it just makes you feel good when you're listening to it just recently found them and i bought the cd not too long ago kira i think i sent you one of their songs because i was saying that should be the soundtrack for hot pink satanism just like yeah oh yes okay yeah Yeah. Uh, lucifer my love that song is just so divine so good i'm actually they're playing in columbus which is only an hour and a half from me in october i'm gonna go see them Ooh, i'm disgustingly jealous right now like i have one of their shirts um it says satanic feminist and uh, i may or may not have almost lost out on an apartment because i had that as my profile photo and my potential landlords were like are you a satanist and i was like um no <laughs> I, it was it was hard to explain them, <laughs> to them like i'm a, a goth who doesn't actually believe in satan but like the you know what i mean yeah right? I know what yeah okay yeah, we yeah. Get you. um but it was fun to not exp- like have to explain that to them and uh we did get the apartment nice <laughs> just but <laughs> but my well, landlord thinks i'm a satanist so <laughs> yeah i have maybe that's why they gave it to you though they were like we cannot deny <laughs> yeah at all we're terrified i'm always i'm always so terrified like because because my books have a lot of that st- have a lot of sat- satanic imagery in it and like i'm always like mm-hmm. what am i gonna do if like somebody that like i'm i work at at school or somewhere finds out about this they're gonna be like yeah no Honestly, it's becoming much more normalized and understood. Um, and honestly, I'd much rather be a friends with a Satanist than like uh, someone who's religious. Oh, for sure. 1,000%. For sure. Yeah. We just sound like horrible people. I'd rather hang out with Satan than Christians. <laughs> it's like there's, I guess you have to know kind of what we're talking about. Satan. <laughs> right. Oh, atheist Satanists protect my rights. Yep, exactly. 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 Yep. Christians could never. Um, <laughs> uh, <laughs> you said in the last. <laughs> I did. I listen as an ex-Christian. I say it. Christians oh, could you never. Have the full right to say it. Then, yeah, totally. like I was raised, yeah, exactly. so I'm always like, ah, I can, you know, like teeter on the fence a little bit of like diving into that, but I don't actually have like a whole platform to stand on because I was like, oh yeah. I don't. I have a whole grandma that's Bible. To be, I have a whole grandma that's a pastor. Oh my! Wow. A whole grandma, not a half. A whole grandma. A whole grandma. (laughs) (laughs) Um, And then the last question is from Bad Mood Rising. He wants to know: Were you born a badass, or did you learn badassery over time? I mean, I was definitely born a badass. Uh, My mom said I was born not crying, Um, and I just looked really angry when I was born, like, what the, f- what, what happened? This is, I, I, I don't like this. Um, Why am I here? <laughs> I was definitely like a really like obnoxious 
like toddler and kid, like I was loud and I took up space and I had like, you know, I never let anybody tell me what to do, that sort of thing. Um, as a teenager, I was definitely more like, a rec- I don't know, introverted and awkward. But now as like a, a, a full grown adult, I'm like leaning back into like exactly who I am and learning who I am. So I wouldn't necessarily call myself a badass, but uh, I'll take it from Bad Moon. Yeah, especially from Jeremy, like of all the people. To... <laughs> I mean, that's like the badass of all badasses. Oh, no. He does not <laughs> like Jeremy, apparently. Hey, come here. It's okay. It's okay. It's just Jeremy. It's got things to bother you. <laughs> I did. I did a signing. Like, oh, I maybe shouldn't say this and expose him. I did. A, I did a book. We so, we sold books together because we both live in the same state. And um, I always had this image in my head of Jeremy, like this, like dark and brooding, like person. Like <laughs> he probably just sits around and thinks about dark things all day. Like he's just so brooding. <laughs> and we go to this place, and he's just over there hanging out, eating hot dogs and nachos. And I was like, this doesn't make sense. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, Jer- Jeremy's good people He's for great. sure. I love him. Love yeah. him. Was that the last? That was the longest awkward silence ever. Sorry. Yeah, that was the last. <laughs> we love you, Jeremy. <laughs> we always get so awkward when it crosses one hour. It's like the awkward silences get like triple. Well, they do. It's true. Edit, edit them to be shorter. Oh no, there's no editing in this. Little We've boys. already told you this. They're gonna be there. They're gonna be there. <laughs> It was a moment of silence while we all just like processed um, our collective love for Jeremy eating yes, hot dogs. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> okay, uh, we're like, oh, not so. <laughs> the question we we both brought questions, and my question is, I have kind of a movie conspiracy theory question. Do you think Max from Fury Road is actually Feral Kid from the Road Warrior? I do. Um, I'm also planning on writing an entire essay about the feminist narrative and anti-capitalist um, themes of Mad Max Fury Road. Um, I do like the theory that um, Max is the feral child. There's a lot of little tidbits dropped in there, like the music box and just sort of his inability to like properly speak um, and like the timeline and stuff. So Absolutely. I, I agree with that theory. Yeah, I'm a firm believer in that for all of those reasons. Especially yeah. like the music box, the boomerang, everything just lines up for me that way. Oh, yeah. Yeah. I'm glad we're on the same page with that. And I'm also very glad you brought up a Mad Max thing because, well, I'm sure you already know how much I love yeah, Mad Max. That's why that's, that was the whole reason. I'm like, when am I ever going to get to talk to anybody else about Mad Max again? <laughs> Do you know I have two Mad Max tattoos? Yeah, yeah, we've had this conversation. Okay. Okay, <laughs> okay good. good. <clears throat> um, well, I'm stealing your gimmick, Damien. I'm sorry. <laughs> my throat. <laughs> uh, let's see. My question that I have is, what's the weirdest food combination you enjoy? <sighs> okay. I'm going to get the obvious out of the way. Pineapple and pizza. We just, just had this conversation. I've never tried it because I'm allergic to pineapple. Oh shit! Really? I ate an entire pineapple yesterday just because. That's I'm so sad. I would have died. Okay. <laughs> so before I went vegan, because I am I am vegan, there was two toast options I would have. So one was strawberries, 
Oh, wait, sorry, I did that backwards. One was cream cheese with strawberries on it. Surprisingly delicious. And then the other one was like a basic strawberry jam or raspberry jam or whatever. And then like shredded cheddar cheese. Surprisingly delicious. Um, I kind of miss both of those because, I mean, vegan cheese is not going to be the same. I, vegan cream cheese is pretty good, so I can do the strawberry thing, but I'll never have jam and cheddar cheese ever again. And I don't know why it tasted so good, but there was just something that, that really worked for me. Also, Interesting. on craft dinner or mac and cheese of any sort. I've heard of that and I've never tried it. And I'm intrigued. I am such a slut for ketchup. Same. I <laughs> Same. I like it on th- on certain things, but like I always get made fun of because when I dip like fries or something in ketchup, I just like get a little dab, just a little dab. Oh, you're oh, like no. a kid with salsa where they like dip it in the salsa and then shake everything off. I do that with the salsa too. I'm eight. <laughs> <laughs> I have to. I get like the whole fry in there, and then I have to squirt more ketchup on it. Oh plate. no! <laughs> yes. Time. You're speaking my language. I catch up like nothing else. (laughs) I love ketchup. I love ketchup. This is, um, can we be sponsored by like Heinz? (laughs) Oh yes, Heinz, please. Where are you, Heinz? We need need an ad for Heinz ketchup, please. Or or even like, we'll take French's because that's like the Canadian version. I'll even take an off-brand, somebody. The ad is just going to be really militant. You don't like Heinz ketchup? (laughs) Fuck you. Yeah. <laughs> Bye. Bye. <laughs> oh. There it is. There's that unedited awkward silence. There's, there it is. <laughs> Sorry. So everyone else driving in their car has to enjoy it with us. I like how I like how we <laughs> always pretend it. somebody's listening to this in their car and it's not like somebody at home like cooking dinner, like, why am I listening to this again? <laughs> Well, I know That's you true. two aren't going to listen to it, but when this drops, I will listen to it. Will, will you be in a car? Yeah, probably going to school for two hours probably. away. Oh, fuck yeah. <laughs> At least to work with my hour or half hour each way commute. Yeah. Well, when yeah. You, You'll hit that awkward silence one yeah. way or another. Mm-hmm. Well, when you do that, will you will you like encourage us and tell us that we're both actually pretty funny and charming, even if we're not? <laughs> oh, Absolutely. Brace yourselves for like voice messages of like, oh my god, you guys sounded so funny. I, I need <laughs> yes, that. I need, I need that. that energy. Love the awkward silences. They were so good. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Well, I guess do you have anything for us? Did you want to ask us? Like we talked. I, um, I never know how to lead into that. I wanted to ask what your last impulsive purchase or decision was. And like, don't lie. If it was like a sex toy, you have to tell me. Okay. I'll, I'll go first. It's not a sex toy. I bought a... <laughs> I thought it was for a second the way you said okay, okay. Go. I bought just randomly from Amazon because I've been on this Bigfoot movie kick and this I'm always on a bad movie kick. I bought a movie called Bigfoot or Bust. And it looks like it is just like, it's got these like three, like they have to be at least 40 years old, like women on the cover and they just have the biggest fake boobs. And it says the breast Bigfoot movie ever made. <laughs> and I'm just so like, you have letterboxed. It looks so bad. <laughs> I need your review of it. You'll get it. You'll get it. Okay. It looks so okay. bad. <laughs> I'll give you my review of final 
Destination and Candyman? Yes. Yeah, yeah. Yes. Yeah, okay. And I want the Bigfoot one. Okay, totally. Okay. I I don't have anything like super exciting. Like my last two impulse purchases were probably a cinnamon toast crunch candle and like one of those trays like with a pillow underneath when you can sit on the couch with your laptop, you know, so you're comfortable. And I was like, this will totally make me right. And it's still sitting on my desk and the cinnamon toast crunch candle hasn't been lit. So yeah, we need to talk more and about if that. that won't make you right. What will? <laughs> if the candle doesn't. <laughs> That's hilarious. That's about it. Like, I don't have anything more exciting than that. <laughs> oh God. I'm going to like research uh, the candle now. I'm going to go find it. <laughs> I found it at Target. They had like Fruit Loops and oh. um, uh, what's the chocolate one? Cocoa Puffs, and they had a ton. And Cheerios. They all smelled so good too. Oh man, we don't have a Target here. We had Target in Canada for like six months, and then they pieced out. <laughs> That's terrible. Because I'm a slut for Target. You have no idea. <laughs> like, I'm over Target. Lots for Target. <laughs> I, we just have Walmart. We don't have Target either. Yeah, Walmart. I actually live next to Walmart, and it's the first time I've ever lived in a city. I've always lived like 25 minutes away from like any grocery store. And now I, I can walk to Walmart and like buy the biggest thing of ketchup for so cheap. But do you feel, yes, but do you feel like the energy when you go in there? Like, do you just feel like your soul leaving your body and becoming miserable? I feel like I'm bracing myself to get stabbed, honestly. There's so a bad. lot of like, like, sketchy people around my apartment like the apartment is beautiful but like i definitely saw some people shooting up next to dollarama the other day oh yeah and i was like oh don't don't mind me i just i just need to buy tupperware like (laughs) canada not so actually not so much different than west virginia it turns out no california too (laughs) funny people are people people be people (laughs) people be peopling (laughs) oh god Okay. All right. Well, then, is this where we should like shout out our where you can find us? Yeah, yeah. Things? Sabrina, give give the rundown of like things you've written, where to find you, like if you have anything coming up. Yeah, for sure. Um, you can find me mostly on Instagram at s dot Um, I've not been super active lately because my life has been sheer chaos. So if like I'm not dead i'm not i haven't disappeared i just i haven't given time to instagram uh facebook sabrina vorman author um that's also my website i haven't really come out with anything lately i have two books and a published short story a couple more coming out um yeah that's that's about it um i haven't been very active on social media so i am still there i just i am still writing it's just it's different (laughs) you're just slowly you're just lurking in the back kind of yeah yeah like i'll watch your stories and i just might not engage i get that i i can't do that i'm always engaged like i'm always like hey talk to me honestly i was before um like all last year i was like so active on instagram i was like keeping up with things and turns out i was just like neglecting this really important life decision i had to make and now that i've made it i'm like i don't really care about instagram anymore yeah i see that yeah i i've been there 100 percent. it's just like sometimes things just become more important than social media yeah um i'm mostly on like twitter but i think that's just because like twitter is the kind of place where you can step away and come back and like the same people are there 
And okay. like, it, you're not like punished for it. Like the way you are on Instagram where like it screws up your algorithm. Oh yeah. Stuff, you know? Yeah. So it's, it's much like more relaxed on Twitter. I can walk away for a bit and come back. I don't do Twitter. It's very much an American thing. I think a lot of Americans have Twitter, but like it never really yeah. like picked up here. Really? Yeah. Huh. I, I have one. I just don't know the last time I logged in probably like a year ago. Yeah. I noticed that like, cause we put the like ask question thing on and I was like, I cannot find her. So I just typed your name and called it a day. <laughs> yeah, that works. That yeah, works. works. Um, well, you can find me on Twitter at underscore Midnight Reads or on Instagram at Midnight Books underscore and Coffee. And my link tree is in my bio and it has all where you can buy my books or short stories or follow me on TikTok or wherever else I'm on, which is, I think, just TikTok, Instagram and Twitter. So, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I'm on Instagram. At, I forgot. Damien Thulu and Twitter at DC Ugly Books. I'm on TikTok too, but don't follow me unless you want to see videos of dumb stuff that I will send you. <laughs> All right. Well, until next week, that was the lamest sign off that I've ever done in my whole life, and we need to figure this out. Bye. Well, thank you for having me. Bye. bye. Of course. Bye. <laughs>